For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Blog Talk Radio. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. You already know what time it is. It's that official time. When we take this worldwide. So now it's time to turn it up Surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up We all up in your area like landscape Definitely bringing you the power slamming pancakes It's the mandate that you tune in It's time to move out so we can move in And recognize that this is no illusion I'm here to clear the air so that there is no confusion It all started off in the book of Genesis When Jacob was wrestling with who he thought was his nemesis And when the man saw he couldn't overpower him He touched his hip but he really couldn't have devoured him And from that point then we hear a name change Rearrange the game so now we gotta change uh, so I'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam show. Let's go! Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh. Now listening to the Pancakes and Power Slam show by Crave Wrestling on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to follow Crave Wrestling on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page Crave Wrestling. And we are live episode 354. This is the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Indeed, indeed, indeed. I am Chris Featherstone, ladies and gentlemen, action-packed Tuesday night, <laughs> and we are here live and living color, getting funky like a monkey, if you will, baby, oh, yeah, uh, we got people loading the chat room, we're going to have some fun, we got a lot to cover, we got some AEW, we got some Raw Smackdown, Russell Kingdom, yeah, I watched Russell Kingdom, I watched uh, New Year's Dash, and we're going to talk about that as well. And so we're going to have some fun. Of course, some Axe Chris question. Hashtag Axe Chris. Of course, if you are watching this live, uh, if you're watching the, the added, like I always say, the Attitude Era version on Facebook on Thursday nights, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, go ahead and uh, put your comments down there as well. This is the live Tuesday night stream on the YouTube. But again, on the Thursday night Facebook, thank you for joining us. Put your comments below. Of course, the two of the course the YouTube stream. Put your comments below as we always do. 
Hashtag Axe Chris. We got an action-packed, loaded show tonight. Yeah. We got a lot to talk about. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get right into the headlines, baby. <clears throat> Here we go. And, of course, I want to send my prayers to the family of Mean Gene Oakland, 76 years old. <clears throat> he was definitely a legend in the business. Uh, probably the best, inter- I'd imagine, in my opinion, but I would say um, across the board as well, the best interviewer in pro wrestling history. Of course, AWA, uh, WWE, WCW. <clears throat> I've got so many Mean Gene memories I posted my favorite Mean Gene uh, interview on Facebook. There's so many. I mean, there's so many. He has so many interviews that were so memorable. Um, But, yeah, I think I put my my favorite interview was um, uh, the Hogan one. Hogan and Savage when the mega powers, mega powers, mega powers, yeah. When it was amazing, unfortunately, I can't show any videos or audio uh, because WWE pinged me, but uh, <laughs> which they have before. So let's not do that. Um, uh, but I'll 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 be the video. I'll channel I'll channel uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, we got the mega powers. We got the handshake. Yeah. And then Hogan's talking about universes and all that, and uh, it was it was amazing. And the fact that they would sell the heck out of that handshake, I I, I loved that Mega Powers interview. I watch, I've watched that. I mean, I watched it live back in what eighty eight, eighty nine, <clears throat> Mega eighty eight, I think it was, or around there, and <clears throat> it was. It was amazing then. It's just as amazing now. The fact that Randy Savage would always hold his wrist like this when he had the Mega Powers handshake. Yeah. He would hold his wrist. Yeah. And he would shake. He would twist his fingers and get ready for the Mega Powers handshake. Yeah. And every time, yeah, he would go to shake Hogan's hand, yeah, he would, ooh, he would feel it every time, that Mega Powers handshake, and uh, man, it was so good, I love that interview, it was, it was absolutely incredible, there's so many, the SummerSlam falling down, uh, he was cracking up at, uh, <laughs> I forgot who it was, that he was um, interviewing and he just started cracking up laughing. I think it was Ken Patera. If I'm not mistaken, it may have been Ken Patera. <laughs> he just was cracking up laughing. And he couldn't hold uh, his laugh when he was uh, he was interviewing Ken Patera. It was if if you can if you YouTube, I'm almost positive it was Ken Patera actually. If you uh, go to YouTube, um, <clears throat> go to <laughs> go, type in Ken Patera, Mean Gene Oakland. 
And it was absolutely hilarious because he could not hold it in his laugh. It was so funny. Um, <clears throat> that's right, GHP. That Hogan and Macho handshake was powerful. Yeah. My rumbled every time they connected. Uh, Rob is asking, ask Chris, do you have an issue with someone cutting onions in the room to doing the Mean Gene video? <laughs> Memories, memories, memories. Uh, <clears throat> Rob also says rumors. Rumor had it that whenever Hogan and Savage would shake hands, a terrorist syndicate would explode. It's a American clothes. <clears throat> there you go. Because it was, it was some powerful stuff. It was just, it was, it was, <clears throat> it was a nuclear, nuclear explosion. Yeah, mega powers, mega powers. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, he's 76 years old. He, you know, he's been he was in the business for oh goodness, 30, 40 years. So <clears throat> lots of awesome memories for for me and Gene Oakland. He, um, <clears throat> you know, we'll talk about the Hogan promo from from Raw uh, here in a bit. Um, <clears throat> we also got uh, the part two. I got a lot of messages. People were cliffhanging, ready for that part two of. Uh, of Chad Fortune. Now, here's the funny part. I uh, go to the Patreon account, <clears throat> as we see here, that's about to come up right there. <clears throat> the Patreon account, go there, uh, you know, go to that Patreon uh, and, and join us. Join the Patreon. A lot of those interviews will be uh, cliff hung or cliff hanged um, from now on. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll give you a little bit, I'll give you a snippet. <clears throat> And then you gotta go to the Patreon to get the rest of the uh, the interview. Yeah, we also have some live Q and A's with some wrestlers. Yeah, on the Patreon, it's gonna be a lot of fun this year. Patreon, yeah. So go. <clears throat> also, if you are looking, if you're looking at this video, listen. This is the 354th episode. Okay, this is January 2019. April of 2019 marks seven years. Of the Pancakes and Power Slam show And thank you so much Every single person who comes here <clears throat> Whether you're new, whether you're old Come on in <clears throat> We have so much fun with The Pancakes and Power Slam show, brother um, And so Do me a favor Go ahead and like the video Make a, a great comment We have fun, I have fun with you every single week And uh, just show me some love uh, Go and, and uh, join the Patreon And hit that like Button, brother. All right, we got Dom asking a Ask Chris question. What do you think of the booking of Ronda versus Sasha? Uh, Sasha Banks is Royal Rumble fodder for uh, for Ronda Rousey. Ron, uh, Royal Rumble was usually the place holding main event, so we saw that. We've seen that for years. We saw that with Bob Holly versus Brock Lesnar. We've seen that with uh, 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 Taker versus Mysterio. We've seen that versus, with uh, Kurt Angle versus Mark Henry. <clears throat> There's been a lot. I mean, if you go go through the – I probably will next week I'll talk about uh, all the Royal Rumble main events. A lot of them are just kind of placeholders. Now, you have like The Rock and CM Punk. That was big. Uh, I believe one year you had CM Punk and Dolph Ziggler. Um, which wasn't as big. It was just kind of like the Royal Rumble typically for, for a lot of the time, it's usually like a placeholder type of main event. 
And I see that with Ronda Rousey and Charlotte. Granted, I mean, Ronda Rousey and Sasha. Granted, Sasha is going to, I mean, she can go. She can go. She's, you know, she's been known for botching at times. Uh, but, you know, when she can go, she can go. Uh, so, but I think uh, it'll be interesting because we haven't seen Sasha versus Ronda in a in a match, in a marquee match. So, because of that, I think it'll be fun. So, before we go to the second part of the Chad Fortune interview, which should be coming up very, very soon. <clears throat> He's back, ladies and gentlemen. And as Eric Bischoff, uh, as, uh, as Eric Bischoff's uh, uh, theme song would say, and better than ever. <clears throat> Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here he is, Evan Tech. Proud, how are you tonight, sir? Good, brothers. Good to be back on the mothership, if you will. On the mothership. <laughs> no, I've been gone for oh, a couple yeah. of weeks, Mister. My 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 pro my, my my pancakes and power slams family and the fans and you, of course, you too. Also, so uh, yeah, man. Yeah, good to be back. Absolutely. It's always great to have you back. He, he is the co-host with the most, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, it's good to have you back, man. It's uh, we're gonna have some fun <clears throat> as we do always, and uh, it's gonna be a good time, man. Yeah. Ready yeah. to rock and roll. Yes, yeah, as always. Awesome, yeah, man. Good time to be a All right, so what we're gonna do. Absolutely. It is a very interesting time to be a wrestling fan. You are absolutely right about that. That's for sure. All right. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go to the interview with Chad Fortune. And I really enjoyed this interview, actually. I really, really did enjoy this interview. It was a lot of fun. And as we saw last week, he shared a lot of really interesting stuff about uh, Goldberg, about his time in WWE. And I cut the interview off when I asked him about who came up with the Techno Team 2000 uh, a name. And uh, he was going to tell you and get into it. And uh, <clears throat> he, he, he told you a little bit, but now we're going to finish it up. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Chad Fortune, we'll be right back. Techno Team 2000 was when, when Vince brought us into New York. And they were trying something new, I believe, where they gave get us like an advertising agency or a, uh, I'm not even sure what they were, but we, an outside company that put together the gimmicks. Um, and before that, our meeting with um, Vince, he tells us a story about Undertaker. Um, they they try to, you know, find out who your personality is, what where's your background, and then and work your gimmick in that way. So he told us about Undertaker, who actually worked in a mortuary or uh, something like that, and that's where the Undertaker came up. Well, in our initial interview, they knew that we were a team teammate, um, Eric and I, and that's what they wanted to kind of capitalize on. Um, and then this agency put together the, the suits, you know, the, the smocks and the bright color suits and the gimmicks and stuff like that. They came up with all that. So the... And we were supposed to be the future of WWF, and the new guys coming in, and you know they really they they were really stretching by only giving us Techno Team 2000. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like five years. Yeah, five year cap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. 
<laughs> but as it was presented, it you know they had came up with drawings and all kinds of stuff. Um, the the suits were all pre-made for us. They put us, they, they shipped us out to get make our boots. And there's a lot of backing and, and storyline in front of that. Um, so yeah, that's that's basically how that started. Yeah, that's really cool. So let's jump to Goldberg uh, before we close um, tonight. And uh, what really intrigued me to, to, to contact you was uh, uh, being the, the one in 173 and, and one before he was 173 and two. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, yeah, so it was like his uh, fourth or fifth match. Um, you know, according to Aaron Bixoff, it was probably 50 or 60 matches in that he was just, um, uh, that he actually was acknowledged and, you know, uh, he was actually working well because initially he had the look, he had the charisma. I remember the match against Bill DeMott on, on Nitro. Uh, you know, it kicked out the no laughing matter and then, uh, he, Turn like a backflip, and, and uh, he, he was. Uh, it was very interesting, and that caught the. I mean, that that really caught the crowd because I remember watching it live, and that was 23 years ago, and mm-hmm. and, and it was like, man, I have no idea who this guy is, but he has. It there was some there's something there was something about Goldberg that just had that it factor. There's only a few people to me in pro wrestling history who's ever had that it factor, and Goldberg was it. Now, I'm interested in asking you uh, just what were the uh, I mean he went on a, a bit of a streak, but what was it about you? that they decided to say, okay, well, Chad, you're actually going over Bill Goldberg. Because, of course, I'd imagine that the first, you know, 10, 20 matches or so, they just wanted him to get out there. But still, they, they wanted you out of anybody to, to go over in a dark match. What, what was it about that? What was the conversation? And that's what I'm really interested in knowing about. All right. Well, you know, back in those days, too, right? So, it, it was tough to break in. If you were part of the, the hope, they just got Hogan in and they're getting some of the older guys in the WCW and yeah. giving them big contracts, guaranteed contracts. And then you didn't have to go on the road. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, now these guys and, and to, for a young guy or anybody else to break in, there was not even a chance uh, unless you were part of that click or crew of uh, the posse. And, uh, the, I'm telling you, the, the whole Bill Goldberg phenomenon was was a bit of an accident, and he was the answer to the fans. Um, shut up and wrestle. Mm-hmm. You know, stop talking and get out there and wrestle, yeah. or in his case, go out there and just beat people up. And so there were, and again, there wasn't a whole lot of teaching. So being down in the power plant and, and uh, Bill was down there and Bill and I have history, a football history. So he had a lot of respect for me. I had a lot of respect for him and we'd be in the ring a lot, trying new stuff, new moves, uh, athletic moves, um, uh, you know, coming up with names for even Bill, right? Uh, there was names that he was coming up or we were coming up with as the Enigma, or the hybrid. Yeah, I remember the hybrid. I wanted to come, <laughs> yeah, wanted to come out and really kind of make a little bit of a difference. Yeah. And again, coming from football, you know, he wasn't going to go out there and be 
a, a kind of a showman. He was going to go out there and just be a badass. And that was his mentality. You know, he had very few moves, really cool moves, um, that we all, we all were working on down in the power plant. And then really by accident, he had, you know, his, uh, a couple matches, um, and, and really did well just because of the sheer size and then his intensity. Um, there's a couple stories about playing against Bill as an, as a defensive end and I was a tight end and he was really an intense guy anyway, you know, just a big bull and, you know, already being angry and I would mess with him on the line, right. To try and draw his uh, attention away from things and, and even make him more mad. So he couldn't think. And then he'd just go bull, and then we'd come run around the outside end. So it was a lot of fun stuff that we did even when we were playing football. So, um, and then we would travel for a short period of time in that, in that, uh, when he first broke in. So the way it came out is that Bill coming out and doing his first couple matches was, uh, you know, still really green. Um, and then seeing kind of a, a decent impact right away is that then when I came along and it was time for him to put me over, uh, there was, it was not a big deal for him whatsoever. And, uh, you know, knowing Bill personally, he would do it even for me today. Uh, that's the kind of guy and the kind of respect that we had for each other and our old history. Um, and, and, um, so how that even came up is Arn Anderson was the booking agent and he said, you know, this is your time to, you know, go down. And I think it was more of a test to see what kind of, how he's going to take it, you know, what kind of an attitude he would have. Ah, okay. Can he put somebody else over? Um, and again, it was, it wasn't even two seconds. Slap, probably slapped a high five and said, let's go, let's do this and make it look good. Um, and it was. It, it was a really good match, but it came and went, and that was it. And then Bill went on to do what he want, He, you know, is today. Yeah, yeah, and uh, WWE Hall of Famer. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, very, very interesting. I, I, I've never heard that story, and uh, that is that is very, very interesting to me. That Arn Anderson basically gave him, you know, kind of like a, a reality check, or just kind of like a, a litmus test to uh, see if he can pass it and see how his attitude was with. Uh, with with putting you over and uh you know obviously it worked obviously it was a success because he ended up doing the streak and winning the u.s championship the w the wcw championship of beating hulk hogan at the georgia dome and uh you know the rest is history so good stuff well chad you know my last question to you was um we talked about this off air uh on the phone before but uh what was it that just because all of this long conversation is only packed in six years of you being a wrestler. Now, what was it uh, that caused uh, you to just walk away from the business after 2000? I know that you told me, you, you mentioned to me about, you know, family and things like that off air. And just let the listeners know what exactly, you know, uh, caused you to walk away after 2000. 
Well, in my career, you know, again, it, it was very tough for anyone new to break in unless we had something like a Bill Goldberg that was going to come in to kind of change the whole business in general and make everybody stand on, on their feet and go, hey, there's something new. We really got to push that. Yeah. And so um, in in my tenure, too, um, I was I was working hard and, and not really getting a push. And, you know, I got married. I got a had a child and in order, but I still wanted to be part of the business. And I started training guys, um, you know, Bill being kind of one of those guys and uh, um, Sean White came rolling through there a couple of times. And then I was doing some pay-per-view commercials, all the pay-per-view commercials that you see for WCW uh, with me. If it was Survivor Series, I was a guy, you know, on a surfboard, um, uh, Road Roy or uh, Road Wild. I was the guy riding on a Harley, and uh, you know all these things. Survivor Series. I rode a big Clydesdale freaking horse and uh, stuck the knife into the rock. And so, but when when you could see what was happening, and um, WCW was failing, um, nothing was really working in there, and the power plant. The guys, nobody was going anywhere in the power plant. And it started to fade out. Uh, a guy, um, Mike Weber, who used to do the pay-per-views, was the head of marketing for WCW, had left, um, I think, a year before and went to what was Pace Motorsports, which in turn now is spelled Motorsports. Um, he asked me because I was doing those pay-per-view commercials, and, and actually I was uh, part of the pit crew when they had a Bush Series, WCW had a Bush Series car with Dale Torborg and I were kind of a uh, pit crew tag team. We worked with this guy, Mike Weber, and he left. And so as WCW was falling apart, he called and said, hey, what do you think about, you know, riding a bull or driving a monster truck? And I kind of laughed, and I, I didn't think anything about it. The bull was because uh, at the time, they also owned the PBR. So he was thinking of making, making a joke. But monster trucks, I didn't see anything about monster trucks and Bigfoot back in the movies. Um, and then next thing you know, I'm, I went to my first event in Atlanta, Georgia, um, for their monster truck. WCW had a monster truck. And then, uh, a year later I was actually driving that same monster truck. Um, and then for the last about 20 years now, it's what I've been by my own monster truck soldier fortune. Yeah. That's really cool. Actually, Soldier Fortune was an old rest, it was a wrestling gimmick that I had, had made um, that WCW, I presented it to them, and they didn't want anything about it, so to get somewhere else. I'll end up working uh, for, you, for you for the rest of your career, so. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. It's well, funny how it all works out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely it does. Well, Chad, it's been a pleasure. Uh, let the listeners know just, uh, you know, what you're doing nowadays and uh, what you're up to. Yeah. Um, I'm Again, like I said, I've been in the ranks of uh, the monster truck business, Monster Jam. Um, started out actually with uh, Carl Malone, and we put together a power forward monster truck uh, when I first started out. And I had a DC Comics sponsorship, and that was uh, Superman. Marvel company, uh, 
Marvel comic uh, sponsorship with uh, Captain America. So I got to play all these heroes. Um, this is where the part of, of wrestling was, is that the entertainment, uh, yeah. it was the best of both worlds. I got the one-on-one competition of the racing and stuff with that. And then with freestyle, um, it, was, it was the entertainment of, of wrestling, uh, being a character like Superman, Captain America. And when those sponsorships went away, I thought I'd do a tribute back to the real heroes um, and develop the, the soldier fortune. And after every event, I, I give tribute back to our men and women who fight for our country. Nice. Uh, just thankful to be a part of it. So. Yeah. Wow. Well, six years of being a professional wrestler, one thing you can hold your head up, up high on is that you broke the four or five match streak of Bill Goldberg. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and if anybody didn't know, go ahead. No, well, we see, we're still keeping touch too. I mean, Bill was at our panel probably two years ago, and we hung out in the back. And he he came. He wanted. His, he brought his family and his son. And um, you know, we go and talk about old times and what's happening in the future. So I, I we still keep in touch. Not as often as we probably should. It's just a busy life, but. Uh, uh, you know, I'm glad that he's part of, uh, you know, my careers. Yeah, absolutely. I've interviewed Bill Goldberg before and had a long conversation with him, and uh, he's just, uh, uh, even off air, uh, he didn't, you know, he, he wasn't like playing to the, playing the media card. I had a conversation with him on the phone before uh, we even got on air, and he was just a very pleasant guy to me. So I've had nothing but good experiences, uh, you know, from my interaction with Bill Goldberg. So I can definitely see what you mean by him, you know, being a pleasant guy. You know, he, he's you know, other people say other things, but I can only go by how he treated me, and that was uh, very pleasant. So yeah, that's uh, I agree with you 100% on that. So, Chad, uh, it, it's been a pleasure. And, and here's the thing. Uh, I get um, quite a bit of uh, listeners in, in the thousands every week. And um, if no one knew who actually broke the streak, now you got to, you know, people think it's Kevin Nash, but no, no, no. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Chad Fortune. I appreciate you being on the show tonight. That's right. <laughs> Thank you so much. It was great. Awesome. It was great reminiscing about our about the past. It's really fun. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. I, and I really enjoyed uh, chatting with you tonight. And uh, have a happy new year. I sure will. You too. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Thanks. Chad Fortune, part two. I'm really uh, happy that he was uh, able to come on the show, and uh, I hope that you all enjoyed it. So we're going to get uh, into Wrestle Kingdom um, talk, but before that, guess what? Trivia. What year did the WWE Invasion pay-per-view occur? What year did the WWE Invasion pay-per-view occur? All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It is time, for real now, <laughs> for the headlines. So we're going to uh, do some uh, Wrestle Kingdom stuff. And um, here we go. Let's uh, talk about the Wrestle Kingdom card here. Um, <clears throat> we're going to go through the card here, uh, New Japan's site. And we are going to go over the results here live. And um, let's talk about them. <clears throat> All right, so uh, we got the pre-show. We had uh, 
Uh, Raisuke Taguchi. Uh, let me enlarge this real quick. Um, there we go. Um, Taguchi, Yano, and Makabe against uh, David Finley. Um, yeah, this is loading all of a sudden. It just says results right there. Are you there? <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Taguchi Yano and Makabe uh, against David Finley, Jeff Cobb, and uh, Yuji Nagata. Now, here's the thing. I always got a soft spot for Yuji Nagata because, you know, Yuji Nagata is such a um, a legend in the business. And, uh, you know, it, of course, I remember Yuji Nagata from his WCW days. Um, and then, of course, New Japan, uh, the time that he was in New Japan, too. So it was uh, it's been, you know, awesome. And so, yeah, I mean, I've had a soft spot for Yuji Nagata. And it's always I think he's like 51, 52 years old right now. So it's always good to see that. It's always good to see the fact that, you know, he's still up and running and, and, and doing so well um, in New Japan. And uh, so, you know, major shout out to that. Um, so, all right, so we got already, we were already, already, Brandon Gruss, GHP, um, 2001, good job, 2001, Rob said was a little disappointed, Suzuki was Preston, pre-show, <laughs> it was pre-show, um, made sense, it was, the, 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 the card was so loaded that it made sense that, uh, there were pre-show, I'm a, I'm I'm friends with with uh, with Lance Archer. You know, he last week he texted live. Let me bring my boy Evan Tech proud as we're doing this. Evan, thanks for your yeah, patience. Yeah. Uh, back on the back on the show here. Um, <clears throat> yeah, my, um, friends with Lance Archer. Of course, last week he uh, sent a message to the Pancakes and Power Slam show live. Um, uh, before while you know while in Japan doing some Wrestle Kingdom stuff and. Uh, it was it was great, and so yeah, I, you know I've got a, I, I'm I'm a big fan of just seeing people like that, seeing my buddies succeed, and uh, so that's that's what I was hoping. I kind of figured that um, the the you know they weren't going to win the Gauntlet match, although they <clears throat> had a good showing. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of Jeff Cobb too. Big fan of Jeff Cobb. Jeff is the man, um, and so yeah. Um, then we had, um, then we had them winning actually. So so they actually they went won. to New Year's Dash and end up winning. <clears throat> um, so then we had the uh, Kota Bushi versus Will Ospreay. Um, good match, really really good match. Um, a lot of people say uh, from from the from what I've heard from the, you know, the, um, uh, other commentary, other, other thoughts that I've heard before, uh, regarding Russell kingdom, a lot of people thought that the matches were shorter and, and it felt shorter. Um, you know, I've said this before, I'm not a big fan of a six hour pay-per-view. So uh, it was able to, short- <laughs> yeah, it was able to shorten, you know, nearly an hour. So I was, I was fine with that, you know, I'm usually a fan of the big of, of the New Japan Rumble. Uh, just you know, I, someone asked me about that on the show last week, but you know, just the tradition of it. And um, but you know, it made sense that uh, 
it, there was something that meant more uh the 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 um trios uh championship the um uh, never open weight six man going into new year's dash so the stakes were higher and it made more sense um there's a lot of names that we didn't see because you know they usually have the new japan rebel like the tiger max usually right. come out cheeseburger usually come out billy gunn has came out before you know we scott norton you know came yeah, back hey, recently right yeah Liger. yeah Liger, yep, Liger's another one. So we usually have those names that come out with the Rumble, and that's what I like to see, just like the regular Rumble. Uh, but you know, there was something at stake now, so it it, it makes sense. So, um, all right. So, I mean, it, it made sense though that Bushi was going to lose to me because, as far as I remember, he's still not signed to a contract in New Japan, so he's still kind of freelancing. Um, and they want to, um, and, and they want to do the Osprey thing. They want to make him, you know, someone, someone big. And it makes sense too. Um, the fact that Ibushi beat Hiroki Goto, and then they set up Osprey Ibushi. There was something. This is a match that a lot of people was looking forward to. So, uh, totally made sense. Uh, GHP score the chat on uh, what we're praying for Ibushi for. Um, um, it's a little weary of the ending. Yeah, the spot was. Yeah. Um. I'm, yeah. I'm actually glad the matches are shorter because, like I mentioned before, anybody that knows, and you and I, we been in manias together. And gosh, what was mania last year? What five hours? Five and a half, six hours? Uh, yeah, it was. It and was the thing too is, with long. Yeah, yeah. It was The thing is, with New Japan. <laughs> I think I, um, we talked off edge, I think yesterday the other day when I was watching it, was that New Japan is straight wrestling. There's no filler, there's no promos. So right. it seems, it, it can be very exhausting even after the first hour, even for us. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of the caveat with WWE. You do a five-hour show with WWE, you get a break, you get a promo, you get an interview, you can try to breathe a little bit. Catch your breath. New Japan is like bang, 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 bang. After a while, yep. you feel like you've been <laughs> in Wrestle Kingdom yourself. So, <laughs> right. I didn't mind the shorter matches. <laughs> I mean, yeah, really, I it's like good lord. It's, it's, it's no promos. It's ding, 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 boom. Thirty right. seconds later, they go to the next match. Thirty seconds later, they go to the next match. Yeah. And that's how Japan does it. <laughs> right. But it weighs you out. Yeah. Even just looking at it, even just watching it as a fan, and then we have to watch it again, you know, on a journalistic point of view, or reviewing the matches, and we got to look at it, die. you got to keep hitting pause. Right. <laughs> so yeah. But those, those Absolutely. are the points. <clears throat> yep. Uh, so we got the junior tag titles. Um, GHP says staying in character. Obushi was stretched off of this match with Osprey. But I would say is it could be a work of the, uh, the impact seem real as by as a bystander and freaked out. All right, thanks for uh, thanks for sharing that uh, information those that those details. GSB. Uh, all right, so the junior championships were on the line here. <clears throat> the second match was uh, Kamaro Desperado uh, going against Show and Yo, the Rapongi 3K, and then of course Bushi and Tagachi uh, from. Uh, L.I.J. <clears throat> um, 
Uh, yeah, 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 but yeah, because uh, won. Um, and Kitamaro and Desperado, they had the titles for for quite some time. Um, and and I think they had it for like three hundred something days. And so, yeah, definitely a big night for Lij. <laughs> and uh, you know, it it was really kind of up in the air. And I've said this before. I'm not. I'm still not sold on Rapunky 3K. Um, they can go in the ring. I like Rocky Romero. I've chatted with him before multiple times, but um, I, I don't know. I mean, I like Rapongi Vice with him and Beretta, but now Beretta's you know yeah, back or, or with Chucky T as the best friends. I don't know, man. I don't know. I can understand that Romero, Romero's been wrestling for a long time, and I know that he does. I mean, he does commentating now. Um, for for New Japan, and so he's kind of like the part time right now because he's been around for so long. Makes sense for him to be kind of like a player coach type deal, um, but I don't know. There, there's just something about 3K to me that just doesn't. Because I, I mean, I've been watching Wrestle Kingdom for quite a while, and and I, I was so used to the Red Dragons, to the Young Bucks, you know, to. Sidell uh, 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 and Ricochet, you know, and just I've been so used to those type of junior uh, tag teams and those junior matches yeah, that uh, Rapongi uh, Vice is another one. And so yeah. I don't know for for three K to be inserted into that, it doesn't seem like the junior division is as um, kind of uh, placed on a on a on a level of importance as it used to be. Because I remember for for a while the, the juniors would start, you know, uh, just kind of set the tone. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I think the junior just kind of needs some uh, elevation, needs some excitement to to get back into it. Um, the matches are really really good. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. This match was less than seven minutes. Look at this, less minutes and fifty seconds. I didn't realize it was that short. Um, you can't see that. Now you can. Right there. There it is. Um, all right. So next we had uh, ECE and um, <clears throat> ZSJ, Zach Sabre Jr. I think that, um, I, I mean, I'm a big fan. ECE is one of my favorite wrestlers in, in, in New Japan. I, I love watching ECE <laughs> wrestle. This guy is, as, uh, mm-hmm. as, uh, as Jim Ross would say, Bubba Tough, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, 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 I love. I mean, one of my favorite matches of all time uh, was uh, him and uh, Katsuyori Shibata. Man, that match was incredible, absolutely incredible for the Never Championship. Um, I, I love, I love him. I love watching him and Minoru Suzuki wrestle against each other. Just, I'm a big fan of watching Ishii. And of, of course, the time when he was in Ring of Honor as a television champion, had some good matches there. Big fan of uh, ECE wrestling. ZSA, um, of course, you know ZSA is he he's solid. He's he's always been solid. He's he's you know he's been he's been a good wrestler. Made sense from the Winter British Heavyweight Championship again. Um, you know that's that's what he, he you know Ref Pro and he, he represented and and it. I think the match was pretty good. Looks like it says 11 minutes and 35 seconds here. 
Um, overall, good match. Again, it wasn't too yeah. long. It wasn't it wasn't exhausting. Quick, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah. Straight so, to the point. It was pretty good. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, I was surprised that Ishii tapped out. Uh, to uh, he, he did he he wrenched both arms, kind of like the double arm the wrench type thing. But um, <clears throat> he was <laughs> and then he was uh, uh, kicking, stopping him while he was kind of wrenched. Um, so yeah, it was it was good all all, all around. Just. Um, Altogether, it was a pretty good. 11-minute match. This one was 10 minutes before the Tag Team Championships. Um, even Sonata went in the World Tag League for the second year. and, and, and um, So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Ishii said, I quit. He, could ta- he couldn't tap out. Yeah, Johnny, yep. Thanks for that clarification. Yeah, he, he said, I quit. <laughs> the old uh, I quit matches. He couldn't tap out because both of his arms uh, <laughs> were behind him. Um, so yeah, uh, Tamatanga Tagaloa, um, the GLD, I'm, I'm a fan of this team, uh, the, the Bullet Club OGs, um, and, and as we saw, we had two new members, I think that was a New Year's Dash actually when, uh, uh, Tanahashi and, uh, Chase Owens, uh, joined back to, uh, well, join, they, they got jacked up and then, um, they're back. I mean, they're back in the Bullet Club. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, of course, <clears throat> uh, I didn't expect the Young Bucks to win because of the AEW stuff. So, go ahead, Aaron. The Ming. Yep, yep. The Ming, the Mingian, uh, Mingians. <laughs> Mingians, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, even both Sonata is one of the one of the hottest teams in uh, New Japan right now. So it made perfect sense that they were able to I mean, that they won again. So again, the tag team division is I don't know it just needs a bit of a spark a to me. Yeah, we're we're seeing the same teams. We're seeing Evil Sonata. We're seeing the GLT. The, the Bucks, we're, we're not going to see them as much now because of AEW or if at all. <laughs> so, uh, you know, because they're they're talking about signing exclusive contracts. Of course, we'll be talking about that here uh, after the Wrestle Kingdom. We're talking about AEW. Um, so yeah, even Sonata, but I'm hoping that maybe we'll see another tag team come from somewhere. Maybe, um, maybe, maybe X Pac and Billy Gunn can. Uh, may, maybe bring they back. can uh, uh, bring back who? The world's greatest tag team, House of Benjamin. Ah, there you go, there you go. Yeah, Benjamin was in Suzuki going for that a while. Yeah, Benjamin was in. You know, he, he worked in Japan. Yeah. I'm not sure if House, and he's kind of retired, but that'll be a good. Well, Benjamin's in WWE still. Yeah, Benjamin's he'll he'll cut after me. He he he's either yeah, going to be we, yeah. He's going to be either the, the pre-mania or the, at, or the post-mania um, downgrade. The only thing is WWE's not doing that as much anymore because of the opportunity to, you know, go to the AEW now and, 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 and New Japan and ROH. And so their, yeah. their lines of uh, – their, their releases is not <laughs> – they used to do their spring cut, but not anymore. Uh, this is another one too. I was expecting Cody to lose uh, the U.S. Championship. 
GSP is asking, yeah, Chris, do like, you think Jay Lethal will sign with WWE at some point in the future? That guy reeks to Chris. Well, you, you know, Jay Lethal's my uh, my favorite wrestler. He's been for a number of years now. I think he's going to uh, stay he's, with Hall H. I think he's going <laughs> to stay there for a bit. Yeah, I think that uh, I think that Lethal will stay for a while because I, I think it gets to the point where Lethal realizes that I mean he sees the people who have been underutilized in WWE <clears throat> so much. Um, I just don't see Jay Lethal as much as I would love this to happen. I don't see Jay Lethal headlining at WrestleMania. Well, as far as w, I don't see WWE doing that to him. I right. think he has the ability. He's 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 amazing. He's he's my favorite wrestler, but I don't see WWE saying, "Oh yeah, Jay Lethal's the guy." He'd headline WrestleMania. So yeah, you know, Johnny says I say if Lethal but changes companies now, it'd be for AEW. Black, um, perhaps. Remember the caveat? Yeah, he's yeah. black. Yeah, he's uh. You know there has say, not he's, been, uh he's black, black. He's not yeah. the Rock. He's black, black. See, yeah. uh, unless, unless you, um, <laughs> yeah, there, unfortunately, I mean, Booker T and Triple no. H, but there hasn't it, been a, African-American that's, uh, has there been, there hasn't, there hasn't been an African-American that's had actually legit nope. true headlines, WrestleMania. African. We are wow. still waiting after 45 years of history of the WWE for African-American wow. man to headline WrestleMania and to win the WWE Championship. And do not come with me 50, for Father Stone. 63. I've seen 53, I'm sorry, 53 years. Don't come to me and talk about 54 the Rock. 54 Wait, 1963, I believe, so 56. 56, 56 years, yep. <clears throat> yeah, that's crazy. So don't, don't come wow. to me and say The Rock. No, The Rock's the moment. <laughs> the Rock never claims his blackness. <clears throat> when you're in the water wrestling, yeah, he... you have an inch of Samoan, that's what you are to the day you die. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, how the WWE the, the that's, that's how the WWE been... will book you. Right. The, <laughs> yeah, the, the Rock sure. has not been black since WrestleMania 13 when his daddy came out and saved him. <laughs> and anybody know who in the world he was. <laughs> you remember that. The High Chief came <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good old High Chief. Uh, um man. All right, so let's get let's get to this real quick. Um, uh, GHP says Blackman Chief, uh, Blackman Chief, well, he goes to Chris Prolific. Amen. Uh, DMAC is asking, true, they can link him to the rest of the Samoan dynasty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so Cody and Juice. Um, I, I, I really, I, yeah, less than 10 minutes, definitely another short match. Uh, I like the, I like what they're doing with Juice. I like the fact that Juice is actually a very high mid Carter and he's been for a little bit. Um, I was actually surprised that he beat Jay White uh, for the title, um, but you know him and him and Cody's been been uh, been feuding ever since uh, for for a number of months now. Cody won the uh, the title in, in in California a few months ago, and uh, I guess it was I guess it was for the purposes of making Juice, you know. Important and uh, I'm putting them over, I guess. So I'm cool with it. Um, definitely uh, happy for Juice over. I really moved up since his NST days. Yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. So we'll see what they'll do with Juice. And I love Juice Robinson's music for some reason. I don't know. <clears throat> um, so Kushida is gone. So uh, Kushida is actually one of my favorite uh, <clears throat> uh, 
New Japan wrestlers. Um, um, I would say probably number number two. Uh, and everybody knows I'm a big Okada fan. I would say Okada, Kushida, and Ishii is my 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 top three. Um, <clears throat> also a big fan of Tanahashi, but uh, Okada, Kushida, Ishii is my top three. Um, so Kushida's gone. Uh, I don't know. It, it must be the money thing. I don't. If he is WWE bound, uh, I mean. Gosh. It's, you know, I, don't have I mean, it, it's not. Yeah, and and here's the thing: like, I don't see him being any different than Hideo Itami, you know, or, yeah, or uh, Kenta. Right. Yeah, and and he was huge in in uh, uh, in Noah. You know, he was he was real big in, in oh, yeah. Japan, and and he was the man. And I just don't see them doing much. I mean, it seemed like they tried to do something. At least they tried to do something with Hitami, but he got injured. I mean, he jacked up his shoulder, and there was a couple of times. There was a couple of times he got injured, and they it seemed like they tried to at least. And then, you know, because of his injuries, they they kind of pulled back. I just don't see. I mean, it makes sense. I, I don't see how you can get excited to go from being one of the biggest names in New Japan over the past decade to going to two hundred five live. Because I don't see, of course, I don't see him as a big main roster name. I, again, I wish, but at the same time, I don't yeah, see. He's, not, he's gonna get lost. I don't see Kushida being a big name in WWE. Even if he goes no. to NXT, I still don't see. Unfortunately, because I love Kushida, but at the same time, unfortunately, I don't see Kushida being yeah. a big name. You know, he's so not uh, Mac is saying. Uh, D-Mac is saying, if I'm honest, if I was a fairly hot indie act, I'd take the WWE money, potential exposure, merchandise, and opportunities just to cash out at least once during my career. Now, I talked about that before. Here's the thing about that. I would agree with that if you were a a hot uh, NXT young. name. I, I would right. agree with that. Like, like, for instance, if Apollo Crews went back to NXT and became a hot name, he'd be a hotter commodity than if than where he is now. Now he's just, you know, now he's just a matter of like, okay, I'm Apollo Cruz. I'm on the main roster. I am a a small fish in a big pond. Small unfortunately. black man, bold. And and, and, and here's the and, and here's the thing about about Apollo, is that if he went to NXT right now, he'd be a hotter name. So if he did go away from WWE. And he went to NXT, he would be a hotter commodity in the Indies than where he is now. Because right. people mm-hmm. like momentum. That's what the Indies are about. Mm-hmm. It's about and momentum. It's about momentum. Not only that, so, he he'll be going against people that's closer to his size, and he'll be able to wrestle more his style. Apollo Cruz, he's on yeah, Raw. He's on Raw the land of the Giants. Mm-hmm. Like a little kid, like a little and minion. Yeah, either like way, I mean, even if he, no matter what, even Tyler Breeze, even someone who's big is not really being pushed right now. I mean, anyone, right. I think if they if they went to NXT and got that momentum back and left and went to the Indies, they would have better opportunities to me. I think that, yeah, Dillinger's a good one, yeah. Um, Kushida, I think if he was in NXT, 
and he realized that it was just uh, not really working for him. And I think if he left from NXT with that momentum, it help him. But if he just get pinged, I mean, if he just get placed in, in the main roster, and yeah, I mean, that just wouldn't go anywhere. So we'll see where Kushida uh, is. They're really, they're really um, doing a lot of uh, p- uh, pushing uh, <clears throat> Taiji Ishimori. Uh, the uh, he's, he was the bone bone crusher, I believe. Uh, and 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 you know it's funny because he's kind of like Okada a little bit, someone who was decent or okay in in Impact, but went to New Japan and now he's the man. Uh, JSP <coughs> says that Ty Dillinger is the ghost of Christmas past. Uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. He is. Uh, um, he is. He, another thing we gotta remember too, very quickly, is Kashida's old. And, you know, you deal with someone that's he's not old as he's, he's, he's pro wrestling. In wrestling, he's old. <laughs> yeah. And we got to remember yeah. the Japanese style, strong style, it, everyone doesn't adapt going to the American style well. Everyone yeah. can adapt to that style. Some people don't get it. Look at the original Sinkara. Even though it's Mexican, he never adapted. He never gave him a chance to adapt. Mm-hmm. Everybody can't be a Del Rio, a Muda. And the guy to uh, uh, Chono, you know, a Vader. It's harder to go from Japan and adapt to the state style than it is for the states to the, you know, to to the uh, to, J- to the Japanese style for Rizzo. So, yeah. like you said, I, I like Kashida, but I I don't see him making any big bang in WWE. He would just get lost. Yeah. Uh, Kashida be thirty six in May. <clears throat> Yeah, about the same age. That's that's old for an athlete. So you get twenty eight. Yeah. That's old. WWE old. Well, the thing is though, the WWE seem like they're kind of not kind of being a little looser on that because Joe <clears throat> Joe will be forty this year. AJ's over forty. AJ will be forty two. Sheamus is in forties. Well, I mean they use AJ. Sheamus right? been there for a while now. Who has? But I mean, yeah, but I me. Mean, but Sheamus has been there. You really think about almost for ten years. She- Sheamus started out young. AJ's different. Yeah, Joe's yeah, in permanent timeout. Bobby Roode too. Bobby Roode came in. Yeah, he came yeah, in. Uh, yeah, that's good as almost example. forty. Like so Lashley came back too. <clears throat> yeah, came back. Uh, Lashley came back at forty-two or forty-three, I believe. Yeah, Lashley so, and AJ. They're, they're, yeah, yeah, they're being a little looser with it. <clears throat> so. We'll see. We'll see how it goes uh, with Kushida. Hopefully, I wish the best. I love Kushida. I think Kushida is awesome, uh, but I don't. I just don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just not hanging on. I'm not confident. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, uh, Dmax says I'm. So I'm wrestling O two L O. I'm thirty six. Okay, so it made sense. I, I mean, I was hoping that Kushida got the. The feel good win at the biggest event of the year, but I, it makes sense that Jay White got the win. He's red hot. They're really pushing Jay White, twenty six years old, I believe. So it makes sense that they they gave him the win at, at Wrestle that Kingdom. Um, I was surprised too a bit, honestly. Um, but but when he won, I was like, okay, it, it makes sense. It, you know, it, it, them them they're pushing Jay White. You know, they, they, that's how you, I mean, that, that's how you get over beating one of the, um, one of the better, <clears throat> one of the best names in the, in the 
past, you know, six, mm-hmm. seven years, um, Okada. So that's how you get over. Makes sense. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't personally, I wanted Okada to win because I'm such an Okada <laughs> fan. But when right. Jay White right. won, I was like, I totally it made get sense. it. I, to- I totally get it. <laughs> yeah, it made real, sense. Totally real quick, sense. breaking these, the segue to the next match, the Jericho and uh, Naito match. <laughs> WWE just removed Jericho off the uh, Forever trailer. Then now for oh, did they really? WWE. Yeah, <laughs> breaking news. My, one of my people just oh, inboxed me. <laughs> so they moved, they moved quick. Oh, my goodness. Right when it said forever. Remember, Jericho is on, was, was on the Forever intro, but they just took him off. So segue to the Oh, next my goodness. <laughs> I'm about to write a hashtag right here live on the Pancakes and Power <laughs> Slam show. Take him off. Here we go. He's here not we go. Anymore. Hashtag Patty. <laughs> right there, ladies and gentlemen. Hashtag Patty. I'm not going to let Chris Jericho take my creation. Right. Take him off. Right. <laughs> Kevin Dunn, take Jericho off. Take him off the intro. He's not going to ruin my creation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) When it comes to AEW, I'm going to eject a lethal lethal devil. I've been doing the same stuff I've been doing the past 10 years. Take him off. Take take him off the intro video. Come on. Jericho AEW. Take him off. He's not worth the five seconds anyway. Take him off. Right. <laughs> what is that? Kevin he didn't do anything for the company Hall. anyway. <laughs> what is that? Kevin Ash and Scott Hall. So they go over. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. They play no games. They move really somebody, quick. Somebody, Kevin Dunn, put Seamus on there. <laughs> put Cesaro. Replace Chris Jennifer with Seamus. I mean, Put somebody on there. Act. Put, Put Seamus on, on there. What's Yoshi Tatsu doing these days? Put him on there. <laughs> Put Zack Ryder. He's still at the company. Right. Let's remind the kids. <laughs> right. Let's remind everybody that Zack Ryder is still with the WWE. <laughs> Put Kurt Hawkins on there. Uh, Come on, Kevin Dunn. Hurry up. Put, put, put Kurt Hawkins on there. Hey, put D. Malenko on there. Put, add Billy Kidman. Put, put D. Malenko on there. He, he won the PWI Top 500. <laughs> He's better. Who's Jericho's it? never done that. Wait, Adam Pearce used to wrestle? Let's add Adam Pearce on there. Adam. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, Yes, yes, uh, they had Dean the Machine, uh, former uh, PWI top 500 winner. He's going to be, uh, Demon Linko is going to be at the end of the uh, WWE uh, trailer. Now. I, I've seen so. Scantron tell more charisma than Dean Malenko, <laughs> and I've talked to the man a few times. Yeah, <clears throat> nice uh, guy. So but, bland. Uh, yeah, so bland. Yeah. His handshakes are even more. Uh, D Mac's asking, um, as Chris been learning about modern era, New Japan after official channel and Naito's uh, someone I really want to check out. Yeah, 
No, it kills the man. Uh, also, random, do you foresee the typical WWE jokes and shade from commentary and wrestlers once they end up getting ready? I can definitely see. Uh, 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 goodness, what's his name? Uh, Corey. Uh, Corey Graves. Yeah. Corey Graves, yeah. Yeah, they try um, to use him as the modern D. Hey, Jerry Lawler. Uh, yeah. Hey, Jerry Lawler. The impressions are unbelievable. Uh, that's what he says, yeah. What I can it? see that for sure. Uh, that's what D-Max said, the impressions or their impressions. Uh, all right, so, uh, again, I was expecting Jericho to put uh, Naito over. I mean, this was a given. 22 minutes and 35 seconds here. Yeah, Leo Rush. Uh, very, it, was, it was good. Um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> again, this was, this, was a, this was a given to me. I was expecting Jericho to put over Naito, so there's not not much to say about that. Uh, personally, this was my favorite match of the night. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's been doing that for a while now. The whole clockwork orange type of look. Yeah, um, and he looks better though, because he was he looked a bit sloppy. The uh, uh, Dominion was okay. Yeah, uh, Russell Kingdom last year against Omega was. Yeah, Russell Kingdom um, against Kimmy Omega last year was good. The menu is a bit sloppy, and uh, uh, when he went against Evil, that was a, you know, a sloppy too. Um, and you know that hurts for me to say that because I'm a big Jericho fan, but uh, yeah, <clears throat> but he looked much better physically uh, too. It looks like he really got in a better shape for for this one. Of course, Kimmy Omega, Tanahashi, uh, comeback story. It, to me, it was great. It felt great uh, <clears throat> having Tanahashi winning the title for the eighth time, which is crazy. <clears throat> 42, 42 years old, uh, comeback story. It was good. It was just a feel-good moment. Right. Which I, I really <clears throat> if I'm right, because yeah. I've been watching Wrestle Kingdom since <clears throat> 7. The feud mm-hmm. back in the day was Tanahashi and Okada. Am I correct? Then they had that feud before uh, yeah. o- o- Okada and then Omega, and then Tanahashi kind of got bumped mm-hmm. down to like second tier. Yeah, Intercontinental level. Yeah, he was right. try, trying to revive the Intercontinental division, which was good. I mean, that's like someone like uh, <clears throat> John Cena. I always say Tanahashi is like the John Cena of New Japan. So that would be like John Cena being an Intercontinental level for a few years. So, you know, I think it was a good, a good move. <clears throat> Allow people to step in and and be and and be the next uh, the next wave like uh, like Okada was. So it was he a good move. Said, <clears throat> um, like the, my cousin always said, oh, he looks too pretty to be a wrestler. Who? And his hair, he yeah. Nice and pressed. Yeah, he does acting too. So shout yeah. out to my man. Big fan of Keta Kabashi, one of my all-time favorites. I know he's retired now, but mm-hmm. man, he would have been huge in the seats if yeah. he went over. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, him and the, him and uh, all right, so <coughs> Masawa. Him and who? Him and Masawa. Yeah. Yeah. Masawa and uh, Kabashi. Yep. Yep. Uh, here's another uh, trivia question for you. Uh, who has the record of the most days of as WWE Tag Champion? 
who has the record of the most days as WWE Tag Team Champion. All right. Uh, individual. Do you, do you feel that Russell Kingdom 13 will be better than WrestleMania 35? Mm. I mean, Grant, I know that's kind of far-fetched, been. but... No, it's only three months away. Um, mm, not this year. This year, Wrestle Kingdom, <clears throat> it delivered this year, but yeah, it wasn't like better than previous years. years to me. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't better than the past few years. So I think that thirty-five would be better. Honestly, <clears throat> I enjoy Wrestle Kingdom, but not as much as I not as much as I have been. Uh, good job, Rob. <clears throat> Kofi Kingston is the record holder for that. He passed. Um, actually, that's a part two for the question. Who did he pass? All right, so let's talk about some AEW <clears throat> All Elite Wrestling. I'm sure that everybody saw. Excuse me. Everybody saw the presser. Um, it was less than an hour, like 50 something, 54 minutes or so. Um, it was a decent presser. Okay, so. Um, I'm about to lay it to you all. You know, uh, you know, we uh, we we're family here at the the Pancakes and Power Slam show, and also for those who uh, are um, listening to us through audio, <clears throat> again, thank you. Join the Patreon at www.pancakesandpowerslams.com backslash. Actually. Uh, www.patreon.com P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash pancakes and power slams um, join the Patreon if you're listening to the audio thank you for listening to the audio as well um, <clears throat> again uh, no it was one person who he just passed who had the longest record uh, as a uh, total days uh, as a WWE tag team champion all right, so we are family. Well, Kofi is the person, but who did he pass is the, is the question I'm asking. Um, so we're family here at uh, Pancakes Power Sam Show. So I, you know, I'm gonna share something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna vent I, you know, a little bit. Gonna... Here's my here's my Featherstone vent for a little bit. And 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 I'm saying this, I'm saying this, knowing that I might. Not, I probably won't be liked about this. Okay, that doesn't that doesn't bother me at all. I'm just letting you know <clears throat> it's an unpopular opinion uh, alert. Okay, I'm gonna say something that may not make some people happy. <clears throat> I'm just gonna give you a buffer, okay? Because we're family, we get along so well here on the PNP Nation. But this one may not. Um, <clears throat> This one may not get get you. All right, I uh, was not wooed by the presser, honestly. Um, <laughs> yes, Featherstone hashtag Featherstone vent. I like it. <clears throat> Good job, Brandon. Yes, Billy Gunn. Um, I wasn't wooed by the presser, and and here's the thing: I want AEW to super duper succeed. I want them to succeed. I'm I'm tired of watching the same old Raw. I'm so sick of just the 
just the, the redundancy, the repetitiveness, same raw all the time. <clears throat> SmackDown is, is better because it's two hours and the level of content is better. Um, <clears throat> um, <laughs> Rob, you're hilarious. Um, and the content's better. I want AEW to succeed. I, 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 I'm telling you, I've said this on my show. I want a competitive number two. I want AEW to be like the WCW type of deal. Okay. I just wasn't wooed by the presser. Um, cause, uh, because I'm maybe because my expectations are so high. I wasn't looking, I'm looking for something that, um, doesn't have an indie feel to it. <clears throat> like I really, I, I really want AEW to have the television deal, to have the the uh, the big. Uh, <clears throat> it was a rally slash presser. It, it took me. It, it was it was a combination because if it it wasn't <clears throat> just a rally, because um, <clears throat> the it was a presser because they were making announcements. Uh, they made the announcement of the two um, the two events uh, coming up, uh, and as far as uh, um, Britt Baker signing, so that it, it was it was some pressure stuff too. Um, but um, I just wasn't a, I wasn't a fan of because it didn't make me it didn't exceed it didn't live up to my expectations. Um, yeah, probably more. To, to have that type of competitive WCW style feel to it. Now they've got the financial backing with the con uh, con family. They're willing to, I mean, they were talking about, they're going to pay uh, the talent a sure. bunch work less yeah, possibly sure. insurance. Yeah. I mean, all of that is great. I mean, <clears throat> they've got the money to pay for them, uh, you know, the, to pay for the talent. I'm all for it. Awesome. Big fan of it. Um, but it's like, and this is what I felt. I'm going to be honest with you. When I, when, I, when I felt at the end of the press, at the end of the rally, I felt, meh, like it's, it's another PWG. It's another Impact, another ROH. Just another, you know what I mean? Like it was another MLW. Um <clears throat> And didn't I say this on my show? I said I'll, I see I see uh, MJF and I see Joey Janela as a part of this uh, as a part of the company. And guess who showed up at the rally at the presser? MJF, who did a fantastic job as a heel, did some great heel work, which he did. And Joey Janela. <laughs> I mean, I could see those indie guys coming up, but you know, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I, they they need some. They need some big name. I mean, yeah, right. (laughs) If if you if you really want to compete and not look like another indie show with a lot of money behind it, which you gotta get big names. Yeah, you don't want to do like. Here's the thing, probably because I want them to succeed so much. I was a bit, I was slightly disappointed. To be honest with you, I was slightly disappointed. Because I want them to succeed too so much because I want them to put some fire in the butts of WWE's create point where they're like, Okay, well listen, we're on Mondays, they're on Tuesdays, it's almost a head to head, you know, if they see ratings 
that they're exceeding in ratings. Like, I want all that. I want AEW to be super successful. I want them to compete with the WWE with ratings. But right. if I can be perfectly honest, you're not going to compete with WWE when it comes to television or ratings having it, the same, you know, the same roster as an MLW. Right. And, and oh, granted, oh, granted I, I, I love MLW. I've talked to Court Bauer plenty of times. I've had Court Bauer on the show. I've written <laughs> articles about Court Bauer. I have nothing but good things to say about MLW. Um, I'll be doing I'll be doing some uh, some media work there uh, backstage at uh, WrestleMania weekend at their MLW show. I I'm the one that puts MLW over. I will put MLW over. Watch it YouTube, BN Sports. If you don't have if you do, if you have BN Sports, watch it on Friday nights. If you don't, go to YouTube. Watch you some MLW. Watch you some Impact Wrestling, Homecoming. Um, I saw highlights of Homecoming. It was good. I'm buddies with Brian Cage. I'm always a big fan. I've had yeah, Brian yeah, yeah. and yeah. John on the show. I've had both of them on the show. And I've said I've, I always wish someone <laughs> the best when they come on my show because they spent the time to be on my show. I've had John Morrison or Johnny Impact and Brian Cage. I've had Brian yeah, Cage on my yeah. show twice. And so I'm, 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 I support them. I'm a big fan. I love it. Uh, I'm a big fan of Moose too. I've had him on the show too. And so, and, and so I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm for it. But it's like, it, the, the, I think you got to do something different. There's, there's just real quick. There's just, it's at this point right now, it's just people moving around. Of promotions <laughs> like like big fan of SCU uh, buddies because for Daniels big fan I I am hundred percent on board with anything Christopher Daniels does I was so happy that he won the Ring of Honor championship it was one of my favorite moments in the history of ROH but it's like you go from Ring of Honor you go to AEW what's the difference really you know what I mean like what what's the difference unless and here's the thing. You're bringing in Jericho. I'm gonna address a lot. I'm gonna address these ask Chris questions. Keep keep them coming. I'm gonna address them after this. But here's the thing. Yeah, you bring in Jericho, which I was very surprised. Jacksonville didn't have, I and mean, they didn't like pop real hard for Jericho when he came out. And uh, uh, I saw, I noticed his music because uh, that's the music he, and that was interesting too. They used all of their same music they use in ROH and New Japan, which was interesting. Um, but he came out with his music and, you know, I was like, okay, this is awesome. I was expecting him to, to do, you know, be with AEW, but he was, he kept trying to listen, elicit the jeers. And that's the thing I, you know, everybody loves, everyone knows I love Chris Jericho, but that's why it's so important to be a, a, a baby face or a heel. Because he was one of the top heels at Russell Kingdom, and you—how can you expect? I mean, MJF stayed in character. Jericho was just a menacing heel who was trying to kill Naito uh, over the past, you know, six months. Uh, actually, really, since last over the past year, because he attacked him yeah, last year at New Year's Dash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so over the past year, he's trying to kill Naito, and so. I don't know. Like it just 
to me when he was trying, he was trying to listen to all the tears. Like he's like, right. let, he's like, let me hear you, let him hear you. You know, I was like, I'm sitting, I'm sitting here like, you better cheer Chris, Chris Jericho, give him some love. But Jacksonville didn't really have that reaction toward Jericho because he's not. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest yeah, here. Jericho is the man. <laughs> he's the he's he's the man for sure. Okay, but. Jericho's career in WWE did not set him up to, to be, be such a huge right. exactly to be right. a huge name. You know, like that's 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 why and Cody even said this winning and losing matters. You know, and and, and he'll they're, they're gonna make it a, a big deal for winning and losing to matter, which it should because if winning, if wins and losses matter for Jericho, he would be. I personally think, and I might not, people might not agree with this, but I, I firmly believe. I think Jericho could have had at least close to a status of The Rock, uh, if wins and losses matter for him in his yeah. career. Yeah, because Austin hardly yeah, ever lost. I mean, you know what I mean. Look at Austin's record during the Attitude Era. Dude hardly ever lost. Well, Rock, I mean, he would lose. Yeah, if he would. Yeah, the, the thing is, but he would always come up on top and win. That's what made right. Austin so big of a name, because he only he only ever lost. Like a a loss was a big deal. Like if you beat Steve Austin, it meant something. You know, and, if you beat Chris Jericho, not so much, unfortunately. And in WCW. You, if you beat Flair or Sting, that was a big thing because they barely ever lost. Absolutely. WWE. Absolutely. How many times did Hogan lose? What one Mania? That was the Warrior, and it wasn't uh, even a clean yeah, three. Yeah. He kicked out. Right. At he three. kicked out at two and a half. Two, right. Yeah, two and a half. So uh, this is my thing, real quick. Well, and we, we both we have friends that work with. All in, you know, we we talk to the people behind with all in. We know Cody, Brandy's a good person to bust. I think it's one of two things. One is timing. It's too many promotions. I, I just just had dinner yeah. with Tommy Dreamer last week. We were talking. Tommy Dreamer saying how he's glad for all in. But this is the thing. Mm-hmm. We know it's Coca Cola and it's Pepsi. Those are the two big dogs. Of course, you got yeah. RC Cola. Of course, you may have a little stuff here, but it's Coke and Pepsi. You got mm-hmm. MLW. You got House of Hardcore. You got Lucha Underground. Yep. You got Impact. You got Ring of Honor. You got New Japan. Now you got all Yeah, yeah, California and wrestling from California, Hollywood, the UK promotions that are big that run on Power Slam TV. It's so many shows. What can you do? And this is me, this, me talking, you know, as we're entrepreneurs on the business end. What can you do to market your show that's going to be different from RH, NXT, to Impact, right. to Lucha Underground, that make it different? And I think it's timing because you, you announce, and, and granted, stuff take time, but like you said, what big talent do you have? Who can you bring into AEW? And I want them to see, like you, that's going to, you know, shock the world and go like, oh, wow, I got a lot. Everybody's tied up. Right. Came into WWE. Yep. 
Goldberg signed with WWE. Absolutely. Sting signed WWE. Flair's in WWE. Hogan's in WWE. And not only that, these are all older legends, so they're not going to be full-time. Who do you have right now that could go full-time or that could even go part-time that has their big name to where it's like, wow, AEW got him. I got to watch. And please don't talk about Punk. Mm -hmm. Please. He's damaged goods. Nobody cares about him. He lost about 60 pounds. The only reason people are talking about him because he got screwed over by WWE. No one talks yeah. about him because of his great matches. <laughs> I mean, yep. come on. And, and, here's, and here's the thing. I think they should discover, like they, you know, Mo was saying they, they need to discover new people. Absolutely. You can't discover. Here's the thing. You cannot discover new people and really put people over if there's just a bunch of new people and a bunch of indie people. Let's, let's be honest here. And, 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 and I was seeing that, like, listen, I'm all for it was great to see Pac, you know, it was great to see him back, you know, in the States. Right, never right. Big right, fan right. of that. Hey, right. But, and, and, and I'm all for, I'm all for Hangman Adam Page. I'm, I'm all, I've had him on the show, too. Again, it goes back to the thing. Right. But, it's, it, but, but again, you know it's, like, like, yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, okay, so... I, I looked at the main. If, if I was like, I was thinking in my head, I was like, okay, if this is the main event for Double or Nothing, yikes! You know, like, like I'm not right. It's, I don't see a competitive. You know, I'm all I'm all for uh, Pac and, and and Page. I'm, I'm all for it. I think it'll be a great match. I'm all for the setup. I'm all for it. But to me, it didn't woo me to say. Whoa. Okay, I'm really looking forward to double nothing because the main event for the championship is Pac versus Hangman Page. Because now, the common, here's what the they common do. don't even know who Hangman Page is. Matter of fact, true. The con- yeah, this what you guys think. Now you're talking about compete with WWE. WWE is a juggernaut, they're worldwide. So, us as wrestling fans, the, the people that are legit fans know who these people are. Now you got to focus yeah. on getting the demographic of the common fan or just a basic person. And you need someone with a marketable name that can say, wow, I remember him. My girlfriend don't know who these people are. I'm, my daughter, this this common, your aunt. Who's, who's Paige? Who's Cody Rhodes? Who's the Young Bucks? You get, like you said, you got to have that marketable name, like a Brock, like yeah. The Rock. Like Austin, wow, they're back. WCW was successful because in the 90s, they were free. They had that opening. They yep. could bring in Lydia. They could bring in Nash. They could bring in Hull. They had Hogan. Sting was already there. He switched up. Goldberg was a star. Because it was like, wow, we got to watch because they're on. And then you had Austin. It was equal. You had big stars in WCW, big stars in WWF. Yep. And it was just them. Now, yep. who do you have? Reigns is yeah. sick, but he's everybody's <clears throat> big is tied up with E. And what you gonna throw a million yeah. dollars to the Rock? The Rock isn't going to no All In. He's still no, WWE. He's, he's not going to AEW. Right. <laughs> and granted, yeah. I love All In. <clears throat> right. We have friends that work there. And, I, and again, and again, listen. I want AEW, and 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 I'm saying all this just because. I want them to succeed. I want them to 
beat WWE. Right. <laughs> That's the thing. Right. I want them to be in the ratings. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing. I just I I don't see even with a big TV deal. I don't see. I mean, based on what I saw, and again, there's 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 growth, there's development, there's new signings. I get all that. I'm, I'm a big fan, but they need some big. No, and again, Aaron, I I agree, I agree with you. No one's go, no one's going to be Vince McMahon. I but but. If you're gonna the Khan family, if if you're gonna yeah. get the money, basically the Khan family to Cody Rhodes is akin to Ted Turner and Eric Bischoff. You can do it. I mean, Eric WCW was doing nothing, you know, before uh, the Bischoff era. You were having, you know, you had uh, 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 Heard, you know, having what Lewis, Rick Flair to cut his hair and be Spartacus, you know, what I mean, and, and having the. Uh, uh, the, the was the Bill um, Dongs, Jim Fry, yeah, and it's like, and, and it's like they didn't care about WCW before Bischoff, before ninety four, ninety five. They did not care about competing with WWE. They did not care about having a riveting product. Right. They wanted the Ding Dongs. They wanted Spartacus. They just didn't care. It was just a comedy act. To them. Johnny B. Bad. Eric Bischoff. As much as people want to talk about Eric Bischoff, as much as people want to say he stole just ideas from such and such, whatever you want to say about Eric Bischoff, he came in, and of course he had some help, but at the same time he came in and he and he flipped the wrestling industry upside down. How dare I not have that expectation for someone else to do it? Cody Rhodes has been in the business. I mean, he's even he even said in the in the rally, he, you know, he grew like his first breath. He he knew about wrestling because his dad is one of is my second favorite of all time, one of the greatest of all time, right. Babel. Dustin Rhodes, the American Dream. Dustin, Dustin, yeah. he, his dad wrote. He, his dad did booking for NWA, for WCW, for TNA when he was there, for NXT. He's the you know the Godfather of NXT. So he knows how to book a show. He has the money, and now he has the money to go behind it. So I believe that that Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks has what it, they have what it take to flip the wrestling industry upside down again. And I and I believe they have what it take, and I hope that they do. Right. But here's the thing. What helped Bischoff was the fact that Lex Luger came out and jumped ship at you know right. at Mall of America in nineteen ninety five. The fact that, you know, yeah, less than a Hogan. year later Hogan turned heel and started the NWO. The fact that you were doing some riveting stuff of like, whoa, like Hogan heel, Luger, I mean, even Luger having you know, he, he wasn't even really huge, you know, in the WWE at the time. He was teaming up with uh, Bulldog, you know, months before, and he wasn't even really getting booked very well. But it was still the controversy. Whoa, wait a minute. Luger, you know, whoa, that's Luger. Hogan, Big Bubba going against each other. Whoa, what is Luger doing there? I thought he was in WWE, you know. And so that's what we need to really kind of reset the competition. And I think that they can do it. I hope that they do it. But, you know, the Joey Janellas, the MJFs, great talent. Great talent. Let's, let's not let's not dismiss that. Great talent. 
like I said, I always put MJ off over. He's the he's an old oh, yeah. school heel, and we need more old school heels. Mm-hmm. Big fan, put him over for sure. But at the same time, we need different. We need unpredictability. We need edginess. It doesn't have to be like crazy, like just scandalous. But give us some controversy. Give us some shock, some wow factor. And right. to be like, honest with you, right. Hangman Page versus um, you know Pac doesn't Pac. really woo me. I mean, you, to be honest, like yeah. like my buddy, my good old friend Kevin Sullivan, the Taskmaster, said this before we talked off air. You, you know, Featherstone, how close me and him are. Just we just talked last week when he was booking for yep. Nitro, and you know I'm good friends with Bischoff. Been on my show three times. He said WWE. Sell Corvettes and we sell Harleys. We did it totally different. Yeah. Somebody in the chat said something about they got to try to get HD cameras to look polished. Maybe they don't look different than WWE. You got to, not saying that you got to be crappy like standard stuff, but you want to have a different look. You want to have a different feel. And like you said, WWE is a corporation. I've been in front of the headquarters. It's a lot more to WWE than just what you see on Raw SmackDown. <laughs> it is a lot. It is a legit machine. Vince is not going out of business because when Vince goes, the company's going to Triple H and going to Stephanie. And I can yeah. tell you that that's legit. And this isn't hearsay. She she say this is people that we know in the business that work there now already know. But you don't have to put Vince out. Pepsi not putting Coca-Cola also Pepsi a good few million dollars a year. But Pepsi ain't going nowhere. Pepsi's still making millions of dollars, so it's Coca-Cola. Right. Exactly. You don't got to take this out, yep. but you got to make him feel that heat. Set fire up his yep. butt. And, and, and it's little stuff he's doing that one wrong. All of a sudden, Sasha Banks getting the title shot. Okay, Apollo Crews now. WWE ain't going to admit it because you don't want to acknowledge your competition. That's an old school yeah. rule. But trust me, Vince knows, okay, all in. Uh, We're not letting these people go. Oh, sure. You know, we're going to try to use yeah, this younger yeah. talent. And there were some WWE guys. There were some WWE executives watching the, the, the press, presser of the rally. Oh, of course they were. Let's, like let's not be stupid here. There was... There right. were some people watching the the, the press the, the the pep rally because they know that they could have competition. And again, I want them to you know to people saying complaining, people saying I'm crapping on it. Listen, I am not crapping on AEW. I want y'all to understand this. I want to keep this in context. <laughs> I'm giving you my thoughts based on the pep rally. It didn't woo me. It was a, like it felt like another impact or another Ring of Honor or another, uh, you know, New Japan like, show. Now, granted, I love Ring of Honor. I love Impact. I love New Japan. I, I'm a big fan. We just spent, what, a half hour or so covering Wrestle Kingdom. Big like fan of those products, but we need something different. That, that's it, the thing. We need something different. It, so it I didn't, like I didn't feel different. Right, yeah, it, it looks feel different. And I, I it, it, granted, to be fair, it, it takes time. It, I know it takes time sure, to get absolutely. a TV deal. It takes time, but mm-hmm. my fear is, who are you going to get that's going to be that blockbuster name that's going to put them over the hump? They got the money. 
They get a TV deal. Yeah, they got exactly. They have the money. But now exactly. you need a name. Yeah, so hopefully they Who are you going to get? Yeah. Punk is going to last. You sign CM Punk, it's going to be hot for, for, for a month. And he's not going to wrestle either. He's not, he's not going to wrestle. He's not wrestling. He's going to commentate. Yeah, he's going to commentate. So. So, all right. So let's, uh, let's, let's address a few of these access questions. Thank you all for, for your patience. Get Horace Hogan. Uh, and, and Bring him in. My, my, yeah, Horace Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> Why the bad at Kevin Dunn? You gonna let them get Horace Hogan over? Get Horace Hogan. You should have made that phone call. Get out, Dandy. <laughs> Liz Mark Jr. You gonna come and tell me that you you didn't call Silver King? You let them get Silver King? Get Vianno four Kevin five Dunn. six. You're a <laughs> Kevin Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> Because you let them get Silver King, I wanted him with two or five live. Because of that, Kevin Dunn, you're fired. Get Hector Garza to do that corkscrew plunger. Let's get Mike Tenet to call it. Get Don West. Let's Don West. Oh, ALW, we need to get Alex Skipper. Get him in here. Let him walk the tightrope again on the cage. Uh, all right, so let's, let's address a few of these. Uh, ask Chris questions. Uh, thank you all for, for uh, my Featherstone vent there, uh, for, for, for being patient with me there. Um, all right, so real quick, we only got like 10 minutes. Um, let's see, let's see. Hashtag ask Chris. Here we go. Rob is, uh, do you think they need to hire a TV tech team next fast? Quality seems uh, sort of low budget. <clears throat> I can use some better, I don't know, I guess tech, bells and whistles production. I agree with that 100%. I would imagine, you know, the Khan family, them, they've got the money to back it up. It, it had a, it was supposed to be a rally. Um, so it had a rally. Um, I'm sure the, <clears throat> I'm sure the, 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 the budget, uh, is fitting for some some good production, so we'll see with double or nothing. All in was decent as far as production wise, so and that was with their money, you know. So I mean, that was with Cody and the Bucks' money. So now you've got a billion dollar, you know, backing. I'm sure the production to be very good. So, all right, so a couple more before we just real quick flavor of the week. We're just going to name some names, similar to what Rob asked, who are the SmackDown 6 still not signed for AEW. I'm going to merge that, Rob, with the Flair of the Week, and we're going to just start naming some former WWE champions uh, who would be, who you know, similar to my Featherstone vent, uh, some, some, some former WWE champions that would move the needle, that would cause some, some competition. We're going to talk about that. Um, as I'm talking, just give me as I'm addressing these uh, uh, raw uh, uh, ask Chris questions. Uh, send your grades. Uh, you're on, if you're on Facebook right now, drop your uh, grade on the uh, comment. Of course, to live here, uh, drop your raw and SmackDown grades together. Uh, you know how we are <laughs> raw and SmackDown. We don't talk about that much. Um, so just drop your raw and SmackDown grades as far as and if you have any. Any comments on Raw and SmackDown? Uh, add that too, and uh, I will I will save them. Um, so let me see what else we got. Ask Chris. Um, Johnny's saying I wouldn't make too many assumptions about a company that hasn't really started yet. 
We'll see what happens when SmackDown is the Fridays. Otherwise, they never bother to be on Tuesday. Sure. Yeah, I mean, and it's not making assumptions. It's just a matter of what I saw. I, I wasn't wooed by the level of uh, – by the talent level yet. You know, again, I'm a big fan of Heyman Page. I, you know, I wish that he would have actually won a championship that wasn't uh, a non-singles championship in ROH. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan. I think he's great. Um, but I'm looking for something that's, I mean, to me, I, I can see Paige and, and, and Pac, and I can see that same main event on Impact, on Lucha, or, you know, not necessarily Lucha, but that's still quality New Japan, you know, I can on PWG, I can still that that, that's not different to me. So I want to see different. We need to see different and controversial in order to create that big whoa factor when it comes to this. So I'm I'm hoping the best. I'm I'm really I'm really hoping that they do just knock it out the park. Um, But as far as the rally, I didn't see that in the rally. Now, hopefully. They do a fantastic job. I'm I'm, I'm pulling for them. All right, um, and I'm sure they'll do well. I'm sure they'll do well. They they have the they have the crowd. They have the support. I'm just looking for something that's different and and, and not the same as any other company. So, <clears throat> all right, um, all right. So I think that's good for the X Chris questions for now. The <clears throat> Raw and SmackDown. Gross makes a good point here. Interesting point. We may talk about that a little later. Uh, AEW needs to be gritty like the LDCW. Interesting. Aaron said that <laughs> they bring in Sid Vicious because you know why? He is the master. No, he's the Millennium Man. He's the Millennium Man. Remember that? <laughs> right. Remember his streak? Oh, he was right. one and oh, then he was like fifteen and oh. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the he was with uh, Little Nate. Um, <clears throat> what what WWE main eventer do? Uh, Gross is asking what WWE main eventer do, do WWE needs to go after? Um, Ziggler, maybe. I mean, they, I don't see them really. Uh, <laughs> I don't really see anybody leaving WWE because they're going to give uh, them no. a good, uh, hefty paycheck. Brandon said Raw C, SmackDown B, JSP Raw Solid B, SmackDown B minus. Um, it's raw C plus. Even SmackDown both B minus. All right, cool. Tammy says raw C, SmackDown B. Uh, Flame is asking, is Kenny coming to Rumble or not? No. Um, his contract is up to the thirty first. So the, the Rumble month, is the twenty seventh. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so it's it's a couple of days, it's a few days after the Rumble, so I don't see that happening. Um, um, all right, so let's. Uh, Raw was um, I'm looking at Raw here Corbin and Elias was just I mean This Elias face turn isn't Really doing well They made Groot and Gable look like uh, Heels which is uh, weird Um, Apollo Crews won Yeah how about that yeah. As a matter of fact, way to go for the black man. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, this this is what Apollo Crews gets. He gets an applause because uh, he actually won the match. <clears throat> um, all right. Let's see what else we got. Um, Can we get that raw? All right. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, I'll 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 make a soundbite for that and do the raw. Uh, yeah. Um, it really seemed like Jax was getting the the doghouse here. Um, yeah. Mean Gene salute was great. It was great to see. Was. Hogan was getting booed by you know, yeah, which made which it wasn't surprised to me. Um, surprised that Cena's going into the Rumble, and then Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I mean they. They're doing some of him and, and Rollins, but that's not going to make a difference. We really got only got a few minutes. So, and the SmackDown was decent, too. Uh, it looks like they're trying to finally do something with almost U.S. title feud, and the world title feud is uh, interesting. I'll give uh, SmackDown a B. Um, Raw, well, probably, uh, yeah, C. All right, Flavor of the Week. Here we go. It is now time for the Flavor of the all right, so as we go out, as we go out, we're going to talk about, <clears throat> just name me some uh, former WWE champions. Uh, Johnny, uh, 30 Rumble spots, and just real quick ask Chris questions. Uh, D-Mac, I know that they lack the big ticker tape parade at Universal Studios. I love <clears throat> certain bottle ones, guys. I like that for it. Good point. <clears throat> All right. Um, all right, so just uh, next couple of minutes, just uh, throw some names at me. Former WWE champions that would do well, um, on that that would move the needle for AEW. Gross is saying Christian, very interesting. Very interesting. Um, I can see that. If you get into the domestic, um, like Del Rio, the oh, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Del Rio, official <clears throat> Miz face turn tonight feels like a hill turn when it happened. Road to WrestleMania. I wish they would carry that tag match until Mania. That's my personal opinion. I, I, I don't really care about the Shane uh, uh, Miz match at Mania, honestly. Um, what other names? We got Jeff Christian, Swagger. we got Del Rio. Swagger's, uh, he's uh, very MMA. Of course, uh, that's a good one, Rob. Goldberg, I've heard there was <clears throat> some uh, interest in Goldberg. Uh, all right. Give me some more names. WWE, oh, oh uh, former WWE champions that would move the needle as far as uh, kind of uh, help their head to head. Mark Henry. WWE. Mark Henry. Mark Henry. There it is, Johnny. Vacant. <laughs> yes, vacant always helps move the needle. Vacant. Oh, man, I like it. <laughs> uh, uh, D Max says CM Punk. Which generate attention? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. The number Even one contender. I agree with that. Um, <laughs> Mo said Vince would take Goldberg's ring. <laughs> Goldberg, you weren't good at WWE, anyways. Give me that Hall of Fame ring back. <laughs> um, Johnny says Big Show. Okay. Oh, He's gosh. very WWE. Flame says MVP. MVP's never been a WWE champion, but I think MVP would be a good grab, though. The Great Kali. Um, the Great... Oh. <laughs> um, Batista. No. <laughs> yeah, Batista would be good. Batista would be a really good grab, actually. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. <clears throat> Definitely. Well, Ed says the same thing in Johnny. Uh, Johnny says Batista... Because WWE keeps going. That's hilarious. 
Uh, Rob says Bret Hart. Uh, uh, we can wear them jean shorts every year. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, that wouldn't. That just wouldn't be the same. Yeah, I, looking at Bret Hart. Kevin, Kevin Nash, so he could oversee stuff. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Nash, Nash is a good mind. I can see that. I can see that. But T, I think so far. Batista is a big grab. That would, Batista would be a big grab for them. Uh, most of that Scott Hall. Scott Hall's never been WWE champ. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, Mo says thinking. Jake Roberts never been champion, but eh. Rob says DDP. He's never WWE <clears throat> champ, but he'd be a good grab, but not not wrestling related. He's Pretty much done. He's pretty much done with that. So, Brett with the jeans, short to the butt legs. Yeah. Yeah. RVD is a good one. Good one. Good one, Brett. That's a good one. Russ says Bob Backlund. That'll be interesting. Him as a manager. I can see Backlund as a manager. I like it. All these plebeians. I think RVD is a good one, too. RVD and Batista so far is uh, the the two that has really stood out for me. Good names, everybody. All right, fantastic show today. I really enjoyed myself. 354 episodes in the books. Thanks, everybody, for listening to part two of Chad Fortune. Uh, Follow me on Twitter at Chris Belifa to see who's on the docket for next week's interview. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a great episode as always. Until next week, on behalf of Evan Tech Prout, Under the Mat Radio, I am Chris Featherstone. Thank you good to night, the PNT Nation for having a good time As it always Until next week Enjoy your week of wrestling God bless and always remember Have a good night everybody Good night everybody Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.